Good morning, Rabbi Isai. Ah, by Mark Duke, Dirvelli, and team. Mark here from Borumwood, UK. Maza. Borumwood. Borum. Like Borum. Loving Gitan, just superb. Wanted to suggest a couple of things which please ignore if not right, as everyone is quick with Aitzis, but not so quick with doing the actions. First, I noticed that getting the Zoom gang into live share has been a little challenging, so I wonder if after the share each day you record a very quick VOX pop non Punovich term, meaning a V short message, Latin for voice. Whew. 30 seconds of one of the participants and play it at the part of the regular intros. I think it would work. Kahoot. Oh, Kahoot. It's so just superb. It's just superb. I wonder if it might be an idea to do the end of the Perry Kahoot of maybe 15 questions. I like it. We'll encourage Chazara. Finally, is MDY registered charity in the UK? Yes, it is. If it was, please let me know. Thanks again for making my day. Oh, I got to say before I finish this email because I'm going to forget. Walking over here, somebody reached out to me and said, because that I mentioned, I, I felt I had to mention because it was said in a joke that uh, MDY pays for my safari trips. So I said I had to make him a chah sort of to the joke that I just gave $20,000. So this individual said because I gave $20,000, he's giving anonymously $20,000. Just anonymous. He'll tell you who it is. I told him who it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nachman is doing his bills now, Rabbi Sai. Please zoom in. Zoom in. Does anybody want to pay this? This is what we do during emails and share. Uh, thanks again for making my day in learning sense. Tom and Mark from Beitza. I'm at Bayes. P.S. No need to read this out. Hi, Rebellion. On Sunday, I traveled to Rapid City, South Dakota, Montana, to visit my 48th and 49th states. On Tuesday, while listening to the Yashir on Gitan Daf, Chavtes, you mentioned delivering a get at Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I don't remember that. Okay. No joke. Maisa Shahoya, I was driving a needle highway on my way there, listening to the Yashir, talking about Mount Rushmore. I was not a Shaliach, just a visitor. Last weekend, I was a clergy of the Adult Jewish Motorcycles Alliance, JMA. Listen, to, I'm reading it because it's very interesting. In Milwaukee, Wisconsin, these Jewish cyclists came from all over North America, from Toronto, San Diego. They raised over $50,000 for the Holocaust Center in Milwaukee. I signed up 17 people to your shear. They make up Yidin from all levels of observance. They're all excited to receive their new, and in most cases, their first Masechta of Talmud. Bekitzer Gewaldik, Ishkoyach, Chazan, Howie, Shalowitz. No, it's coming. Mount Rushmore's coming down. You didn't hear the concert. The the left wants it down. It's like, yeah, it's uh, the the fighting to take it down. It's it's racist. It's this. It's that. The call is sponsored by Anonymous. The Masechta is sponsored by Moshe Banda. To thank Hashem that I'm able to thank Him for everything that I have. Hashem should open up all the Tzinoi's bracha for Baruch Tzvi Nisim Ben Shoshan Aleyah. We have him with us. Jeff Rasner, Yishkoyach, Parnas HaChoydesh. Meiser 2, and a remainder, and remainder. Lili Nishmas, Yisaf Simcha Chayim Ben Shloima Yehuda. Parnas Hayoy, Mordechai Sipazling, Lezich Nishmas, Bobby Taitz. 
Morris, it looks the best. Harav, Borg, Dobbs, Horn, the Brahms, Horn, all the Brahms, and Shabbat have an Aliyah. May she be a Melitzi Sharaf of the entire Mishpacha, all of Hugh Garden Hills, Queens, and all of Klai Israel. Paranus Hayoim, David Joseph, second yard side for my father, Moisha Ben Yoisa. Thank you. Paranus Hayoim, Richard Klein, in honor of my daughter's Aliza's wedding today. Tetzvichayim Nadoff, not Madoff. He, he wrote that. Lili Nishmas, Livovas, I guess he gets it a lot. Related. Lili Nishmas, Libobas, Ruvena Levi, Miss Libby Lobel on her first yard side was personified by her Ein Toiv, Leif Toiv, and Simcha Chaim. It's beloved by all who knew her by her nephew, Peret Chaim Levin. Now I gotta tell you, Peret Chaim Levin is doing something that a lot of us wouldn't do. First of all, he's manning a booth at Kesher Nafshi right now. Here's the picture. At the Rally Hotel, I have a very dear Chaver, Mendel Lerner, the Rally Hotel. And uh, I think a regular person would say, listen, I'm here manning a booth. It's many hours, a lot of work, standing on my feet. The last thing I want to do is give more money to MDY. No, not Paris Chaim Levin. Paris Chaim Levin is manning the booth and sponsoring the day. So I think it's a Gewalt Gzach. The art, sponsor for Complete Refor, for Chaim Tzvi, Ben Leo. Rabbi Isai, here we go. We are only one Ahmed behind. A lot of people get nervous. I've never let anybody down in four years, but every single time, all over again, they get nervous. How come we're not holding where we have? By Sunday, Bezer Hashem will be holding exactly where we need to be holding. How about today? Look at the Ahmed Aleph. It can't be too hard. And actually, there's a God today. Ahmed Bezer is a God. So, we learned a fascinating halacha. And here goes the halacha. If a person wants to advance cash to certain individuals that are worthy of loans, like a koyen, a levi, an oni, and he understands that he's not really gonna, if he's gonna rely on them to pay him back, a lot of people wanna pay back, they have certain chashboyness, maybe they'll win the lottery, and a lot of times the lottery doesn't work out, and they're stuck exactly where they were the month before, and they don't pay back. So he says, okay, what I'll do is, I will give you the money, just like this, and eventually I have a lot of fruit. The Kayin deserves the Truma, the Levi deserves the Meiser, the Ani deserves the Meiser, Ani, on years three and six. And Memela, when I have those fruit, and I have to give them to you, instead of giving them to you, I'll keep them for myself, and therefore the loan is over. Because we, we discussed yesterday, if something goes wrong, the Ani, the Kayin doesn't have to pay back. It's not really a loan. It's not really ribbis. Okay. Now, if the Ani, the Kayin, Levi, they go bye-bye, they're nifter, they leave this world. So in order for this lender, this usher guy that gave out the money, in order for him to, to take the fruit, he has to ask permission from the Yarship. Now, it happens to be yesterday, I almost splurred, I wanted to say, I'm happy I didn't say because I saw that it's not as partial as I thought. Can you donate money today to MDY? Say, I want to buy a thousand Gemaras from MDY. I don't have the money right now, but I'm about to do a big deal. And when I get that big check, I will just not give the Meister that I was going to give. 
today, I'll give the miser today, and in a half a year from now, when I get that money, I won't do it. What do you say? It should be okay. The That's the whole sugyo. <laughs> what? The, uh, it's it's kedai to do it for the deal. And what if you have to pay again? It's also kedai. So yesterday I wanted to tell the Ilam that they should do it. And then today I saw it's not so partial. Huh? No, because... so. The Noida Biyuda says that he doesn't like it. He says he sees a lot of people doing it. He doesn't like it. The only way he could do it is if you give it as a loan, maybe, and then you're Michael the Law. But if it's Zdaka, because at the end of the day, it, it's, a, it's you, you didn't give your Meiser. You didn't give your Meiser then. You have to give, the Torah says you have to take off Meiser. True. Oh. So, that, no, it's sort of like a loan. You're lending him money. Yeah. Yeah. He's saying it's like, I'm giving you this, you have to return me that. I'm giving you money, you return fruit. Look. Right, okay. Listen, that's what. Okay, I said it, like I said before. It's, I'm not passing, I never pass in Allah's. I'm just saying things that I saw. The Nodibi says he doesn't like it. You could be Mlamit's Chusanit, Darshitas, of course. You're not. Ask your local rabbi. Obviously, I would prefer it because a lot of people step it up right now today. Okay. So says the Gemara. Tanya, Rebbe, Oimer, Yarshim, Shiyarshu. We're talking about the Yarshim who inherited. Ask the Gemara, what does that mean? How could Rebbe say this? Uh, is there such a thing as a somebody, uh, a child that doesn't inherit? Omar El Omar Biyachron Shiyarshu Karka Veloi Shiyarshu Ksafim. Because as we mentioned yesterday, that the only time a Yorish, a son, has to pay back his father's debt and loans is only if he inherited real estate. But if he only inherited cash, he doesn't have to pay back. Maybe it's a nice thing to do, and people do it, and it's 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 good for the Nishama, different thing, but halachically, you don't have to. So that's what he's saying. That it means the Yarish, the Yarish Karka. Not, not, of course the Yarshim, but the, the Yarshim is something that you have to ask Rishos for because if the Yarshim money, there's no, nothing to talk about. If he left him a piece of property the size of a needle, so he gets to collect the size of a needle. If it's the size of an axe, so depending how large the, the real estate is, there's a trick, says Rabbi Yechanan, that even if he inherited a very small piece of land, you could recoup the entire loan. Another one of these stories I'm not so happy with, but there was a guy that died leaving a, a, big, a big debt. He owed a hundred. And he left his children... A piece of real estate that was worth only 50. Rashi brings down the story. So the guy went and he grabbed the land. Now the Yarshim was sentimental to them, whatever it was. So they went and they paid him 50. He said, listen, it's only worth 50. Will you take 50 to release it? So he said, yeah. So they gave him 50. As soon as he gave him the 50, they, he went and grabbed it again. He said, okay, pay up another 50. And they passed him that he's, he's right. He could do so. 
So says the Gemara, the same thing by us. You can do it over and over with the machad until you get to the full amount. Tonor Abbanon, Yisrael Shomar Lelevi, Maiser Yesh Libyotcha. What did I say? Maiser Yesh Lecha Biyadi. In other words, I have, it's very interesting because it's, in Israel, it's today's Parshas HaShavua, it's in our Parshas, Parshas Kairach, this idea of Maiser, maybe, huh? Today's Laney? Ah, Schneidmaker's Laney. Here. If you want to see the Pasuk. And if you're in America, you'll remember next week. When you get the 10% that the Yisrael gives you, remember he gives 10%. And you should do truma from it. Truma Hashem. How much? 10% from the 10% that you received from the Yisrael. So it would go like this. I will, for, for most people remember. But Jonathan's struggling. So we're gonna we're gonna show this. He mentioned in his Purim spiel that he's struggling with it. So that's why we did it in in an animation and we show it every single day until you, when once you decide that you have it, then we'll stop showing it. The gold truma smicer. They're blue because it's truma. He takes one out of his ten, which is ten percent, and he gives it to the Kayan. Otherwise, what is it called? Oh, Jonathan, tell Dylan, what is it called if you don't do that? It's called Tevel. Wow. It's called Tevel. It's Isidur Raisa to eat. That's it? You know it? What you, I, I, said, I said at the beginning of the week, I asked somebody from the Shear that's been with the Shear for three years. I asked him, what is Trumas Meiser? And he struggled. He knows Truma. He knows Meiser. You put the two together, Truma's Meiser, he struggled. This is Truma's Meiser. Okay. No, we're not holding there. So what happened is like this. We're going to have a few pshatim here until we get to the final pshat. Yisrael says, listen, I have a pile of fruit in my garage waiting for you to pick up. But you know what? Let's do a deal. It's worth 100 bucks. I'll give you 100 bucks. I'm going to keep the fruit. Maskim, maskim. Okay. What about the 10% that's in the pile? So the, the levy again gets how many apples, Jonathan? 10. Within the 10 apples is one blue apple that must go to the Kayan. And if you don't remove that blue apple, you don't know which one it is, so you can't eat the whole pile. It's devil. The Yisrael went and he paid for the 10 apples, but now the Yisrael shouldn't be able to eat it. Why? Because maybe there's a blue apple in that pile. The Trumas Meiser is in there. But if he said, he specified the amount. The first case, he has no clue if it's 10 apples, 30 apples, he doesn't know. Now he knows exactly. It's a whole court. 30 so. Now you have to be concerned. My comrade, what's going on here? Yisrael tells the Levi, I actually owe the whole Shevet Levi, I owe them this Meiser, the 10%. It adds up to a lot. You know what? Let's do a deal. Here's some cash. Release it. Says the Levi, oh, I got cash. 
We got cash. Now, I have nothing to do with that fruit. But, explains Rashi, the Yisrael never lifted up the fruit. He bought, he paid cash for the fruit to the levy. Did he ever go into his garage and start lifting it up with a forklift? No. He just assumed it's his. So now the levy is going to go and, at home and say, I have to give the Kayan a bunch of blue apples. Guess what? Those apples in the Yisrael's garage are all blue. I'm, gi- I'm giving them to the Kayan without telling the Yisrael. Comes the Yisrael and he's all excited. He did a great deal with the levy. He bought up the miser from the levy, but in that miser is Trumas miser. In that miser, yeah, he did a good deal with the levy, and a Yisrael is permitted to eat miser. The fruit that goes to the levy, the levy can share with his Yisrael friends. What they cannot share is the Trumas miser. Anything that's Truma that belongs to a Kayin, a Yisrael can never eat. Even if you're his guest at a Shabbos meal, you can't eat his Truma. Comes the levy without you knowing it, and he's going to take that whole pile and create something called Trumas Meiser. He's going to say, I owe Koyhanim 25 pounds of fruit. Let that fruit in the Israel's garage that I, I just got money for, but the Israel never did any Meshicha to it or anything. I still have, balba, I'm a Balabas on it. I want it to be Trumas Meiser. Huh? Why can't you say that when he gave him the money? Yeah. You, bought, you, got, you got all of it already. Take 10% of that money. The no. You, you could do that. But what if, what if the lady decided that that fruit in the, guy, in the Israel's garage is truma? What happens if that... He can't eat it. He got paid for it, but nothing happened. Who cares? He, he took the money and ran. But it, he, nobody made a Kenyan here, says Rashi. The lady never made a Kenyan. The Israel never made a Kenyan. It, was, it belonged to the levy when it was in the garage. The levy got money for it, but the Yisrael never reacquired it. He never took it back. Just because he paid for it, just because you pay for something, doesn't make it yours, halakhically. So Mela says, that's according to Rashi. What's so, the difference if you said cool or not cool? Oh. So, if you know how much it is, then you could do it. The levy, if the levy knows, the levy, if the levy knows exactly how much it is, he knows it's a core. He knows it's 10 pounds. So he, he, he has 100 pounds of food at home that's miser. He owes the coin how much? 10% of that, which is 10 pounds. He knows it's 10 pounds in somebody's garage. That 10 pounds should be for the koyhanim. Then comes the Yisrael and starts eating it. He doesn't know. And he's over. Misa. What is that called? What's the levy? A big fat Russia. <laughs> he's messing up the Yisrael without telling the Yisrael. So we're talking about Rishayim here. That's the Gemara's question. We're talking about in Russia. Now, if he doesn't know how many pounds is in the garage, why would he use it for... He has, he has a chayv to all the Kayhanim that he has to give to the Kayhanim 10 pounds. Now, in the garage, it might be a half a pound, might be 30 pounds, might be a, a thousand pounds. He has no clue. Why would he use what's in the garage for the Kayhanim? If he doesn't know what it is, he's not going to use it. He has to be sure that it's at least enough to cover what he owes the Kayhanim. Now he knows how much. He told him, Akur, okay, great. I'm using that kur in the Yisrael's garage to pay my debt to the Kayana. Says the Gemara, that doesn't make any sense. Okay. Says the Gemara, we're talking about a lady who's a Russia who's going to mess up the Yisrael and make his fruit usher to eat without telling him. First he takes money for it, he makes profit off of it. And then after he takes the money, and then he's going to make it into truma 
for Kayan. Here's the Pshat. Yisrael Shomel ben Levi, Maisel Avicha Biyadi. Helech Damav. If Yisrael said, My Maisel Avicha Biyadi, Helech Damav. I owed your father this Maisel. So now we're talking about two different people. It's possible that the father, there was no sale with the father. The father owned that pile in the Yisrael's garage. The father died. Right before he died, he received a gift from Yisrael. The Yisrael had Rechman HaSenim, he was dying. He said, listen, I have a whole, I have a thousand dollars worth of fruit in my garage. It's my, sir. I want you to have it. The guy on his deathbed tells his son, you know, so-and-so, go to so-and-so, he has a gift for us. Okay. So he received the gift. Now the son made a deal with the Yisrael. The son says, you, you, owe my, you gave my father $1,000 worth of fruit. Here's $100, give me a discount, whatever. Is, I want the fruit. But it's possible that the father, thinking that it's his fruit, not knowing that his son is going to make a deal on it and buy it, it's possible that the father said that all the fruit in the garage is for the Kayan. That's possible. He's not a Russia. It's his right to give it to the Kayan. He didn't know that Yisrael is going to eat it eventually, that his son is going to do a deal. He didn't know he's going to die and his son is going to do a deal. We're talking about two individuals. We're talking a father and a son. One of them received it. The other one made a deal. So it's not a Russia. <coughs> and here's money. Maybe the father, not knowing that the son is going to do a deal, he already switched it into Truma, made it from Meiser into Truma. As the Gemara, but the, the Levi, the father's on his deathbed, he's not there. How could, he, how could he, you have to be in front of the Truma and Meiser when you do it. Why? Because it's Xero, what if later on you find out that there's no fruit? The, the mice came and ate it up. I don't know what happened. In your mind, you have a pile of fruit somewhere, and you're using that pile of fruit as a gift to the Kayan, to the Levi. And if you're not there, maybe the pile doesn't exist. Maybe somebody stole it. Maybe somebody ate it. So, Chacham Xera, you have to be in front of the pile. You can't just say, oh, in my mind is a pile. Today, we're going to see that there's a mission that says the exact opposite. That you could use a pile somewhere else. And we're going to have to explain that it means... It's after the fact, or it's on Erev Shabbos when people are in a rush. Fine. So Mamela, we have a problem here. How could it be that this guy, now, you, if he's dying, so maybe he has a heter to do so, as we'll see later. El Amar Havashi. So now the Gemara says a completely different shot. I'll say Balpet. The Yisrael wants to give his garage full of fruit to the Levi. Now it's possible that Yisrael was being a nice guy and he removed the Truma Smicer. In other words, that, that 10% that the Levi must give afterwards, Yisrael does it for him. Just to, be a, to give him a complete gift. Here's an edible gift. Yeah? You don't want to give somebody a cake that he has to go here in Yisrael. Oh, by the way, I didn't take Truma Smicers. So you give him the cake and he has to go and separate. And it's, not so, it's not so, what? Chala. All, it's not Kishmak. Yeah, exactly. My wife baked you a challah. You have to remove the challah. Do I first challah? You know what? I'm going to do it all for you. you I'm going to give you your 10% that I have to give. Plus, I'm going to take off Trumas Meiser, the, the 10% that you have to give. I'm going to take it off for you and I'm going to find the kind and take care of it. 
That's the Gemara's kasha. Could he do it? Who gave him permission to do it? Yeah. We do it all. Yeah. Yeah. It's not his obligation, but maybe he did it. And the question the Gemara has, could we assume that he did it for him? Could he eat it? Could the lady start eating right now today before he gets home? It's not his obligation. I get it. I hear what you're saying. Let's see the Gemara. Let's see how it develops. <coughs> Says Gemara, My father told me, I owe you, you Levi, I owe you the 10% Meiser. Okay, I am, I, it's a bad Lashen, Rashi says. It's not the greatest Lashen. It means, I could assume that perhaps the Yisrael took care of business and it's edible right now. He got rid of the Trumas Maiser Shabbai. Since I don't know how much it is, then the Balabayas, the Yisrael, won't do it. But if we, he knows the exact amount, even the kids, now, since I know exactly how much it is, I can assume the Yisrael took care of it. Because it's an exact amount. Ask the Gemara what Reb Judah David was asking, Reb Yehuda. Why would the Yisrael be able to even, even if he wanted to be a nice guy, why would he be able to take off the 10% of the 10%, the Meiser, Mina Meiser, what we call Trumas Meiser, that goes to the coin? Why would we be able to do it? It's not his obligation. It's the lady's obligation. Says Gemara in, he could do it. Huh? The Torah says, you have a chiyo. Could I shake a lula for you without asking you? When you give money to someone, can't you tell them I'm also giving you the mice? I'm also doing that? You don't have to take mice. Exactly, exactly. I give you a salary. And by the way, you don't have to give mice or money. I did it for you. Maybe you can't do it. Maybe it's my, my chiyuv. I want to do it. I want to give it to the anim. I want to do. Who says you should do it for me? What do you mean? I don't know. Yeah. Doesn't work. In By the way, this is also in this week's parasha. This is actually the next pasuk. So v'nechshav means you can think about it in your mind. Says the Gemara, thirty daven in the sechta b'shtei trumas hakosim medaber. We're talking about two people giving truma here. In one pasuk, it's talking about two people. And as you see on this chart, you see there's a Levi and there's Yisrael. The first part of the pasuk is v'nechshav lachem trumaschem. That's the Levi who's giving the ten percent of the ten percent he receives from the Yisrael. What we call Jonathan. What do we call it? Trumas the next part of the pasuk is reverting back to the Yisrael or talking about a Yisrael who has to give to the Kayan and the Levi what's Panzer? no this is not by the way I, I received two emails today it's very interesting two emails in one day complaining about the sponsorship on the DAF that we turned so we're in the middle of learning. What are you, what are you saying, Lili Nishmas, in the middle of Torah? They don't Torah. complain about all their thoughts. No, that they come Right. One of them was a Talmud Chavar. He says, I'm not going to tell you my name. I'm your Talmud, but I'm your Chavar, because I'm also a Dafyomi Magachir. And the Eibishta uh, doesn't really like this kind of stuff. Okay, we'll talk about it a different time. Oh.
Vice President to Hashem. No, he's right. Akash Baruch doesn't like Bittu Torah, but Akash Baruch doesn't like. Well, <laughs> I know he doesn't want us to know who he is. It's fine. He's a Talmud Chacham somewhere. I, I, I was going to tell him. He's, 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 he's a Chaver. Yeah, because he's, he's a Chaver, but he's not a Talmud. A Talmud would know that Bitula Zuikiyuma. Okay. Zog the Gemara. Just like Truma, the 2% we give the Kayan. Oh, just in case anybody forgot what Truma is, so I just want you to... <laughs> Jonathan is having a conniption. But Jonathan, this is how you suffer here. It started yesterday at 102 and remained... And it says Tevel. It's very important. Oh, it turned to 100. And it also says Tevel. It says Tevel each day. Over here, Tevel. It's 102 Tevel, but once you take off the two, it becomes not non-Tevel. Now you can eat it. Now guess what happens? The coin is supposed to be eating it, but not yet. That's a different... Fine. Anyway, this, but also, I don't know if you noticed, the Truma... Um, is like highlighted, uh, not here. I don't know what happened. By me, it like it it, 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 it flashes and it's supposed to show you miser. This is tired. What are you? Oh, that my hey, hey, You see the miser is moving. Could you see it? Yeah, it's moving. Because now we're we're doing miser before we're doing truma. It was what? What is it called? Pulsing, pulsing. Okay, so now we know what truma miser is. So. I, we need to see Rashi real quickly. Rashi, three lines from the top. Because we say this all the time, but Rashi says it the best. This one out of 50, which means two out of 100, which means 2% in Panavit. You could do it just um, assessing it. What, how do you say? Estimation. Estimation. Thank you. There's no Israel at all if you make a mistake. Even if you went lower than 2%, you gave him 1%, you're yaitza. Why? One kernel is enough for a million kernels. You don't have to give 2%. Just what? Chacham said, you want to be large, give 1 out of 40. If you're a little stingier, give 1 out of 50. If you're really stingy, 1 out of 60. There's no real shear. Okay. So just like Truma, you could do... Ba'imed, just by estimation, and if you mess up, you give less than 2%. You're fine. Ube machshava, how do you do machshava? In your mind, you say, the truma is going to be those fruit all the way to the left. I'm going to eat everything to the right. You don't have to take action. You don't have to lift up those fruit and say, this is, I'm kind of for the kind. In my mind, I did it. Later on, I'll, I'll, I'll remove it. Kach truma smicer. This is a pella ploim. Why? Because look, what, look at the pasuk. The pasuk says, mefurish. Meiser, mina meiser. What does that mean in English? 10% of the 10% that you got. The Torah tells you how much you should take. It's not, oh, approximately. The Torah says 10%. No. Since we're going, since it's in the same Pasuk, that's called the Hekesh. You learn the top from the bottom, the bottom from the top, and it's all the same. And just like the bottom, when the Israel gives Truma, you could do by estimation, so too, 
the top part, the levy, when he has to give 10%, it's only estimation. He could also give 9% and be yaitu with 9%. Sorry, did I skip? This is the Nakuda that we want. Just like the, the Yisrael gives the 2% to the Kaya, he gives the 10% that the Levi has to give, he can also give. Taisa has an amazing chap here that according to this, or Abba bin Gamla, he says you could go by Oymen, you could go by just estimation. So then why does the Gemara before differentiate between a core and not a core? If it's a core, the guy knows exactly how much to give, so maybe he gave it. And if it's not exactly a core, he won't know how much to give. But according to Abba Lozben Gamla, you don't have to know how much to give, you can just estimate it, guesstimate it. So Thais has a beautiful chap here. He says that's, that's true when you're giving yourself. But if you're giving for somebody else, you're the Yisrael, trying to be a nice guy. To the Levi, you can't estimate. Why? Because either way you estimate, you're going to mess somebody up. Either you're going to take away what the Kayin deserves. The Kayin deserves 10% of what the Levi has. You're going to be a, a nice guy and you're going to give only 9%. He just lost a percent. Who told you you could do it? You're Yisrael. What do you, what do you, and if you give way too much, maybe the Levi didn't want to give that much. The Levi only wanted to give 10%. You give 12%. So either way you do it, you can't estimate. You, Yisrael, have no right to estimate. That's what's going on. You're right, halachically, you don't need a, you could get away with an estimation. But if you estimate it and you're not in charge over here, you might be messing somebody up. Says the Heiligen Mishnah, sponsored by Yoeli Friedman, Yoel Friedman, their father, Chaim Abram Shalom, Yeruchim Ben, Yisrael, David, his father. Haminiach Peres, Leo Smarfish Aleim, Truma, Umaisris. A person sets aside, huh? That's plenty. A, per, a person set aside, in other words, he's going on a trip, he has some issue, he puts money aside over there, that if he has to give Meister Shani, should we show the Meister Shani? No, it's fine. He has to take his fruit, the Meister Shani fruit in years, two, four, one, two, four, five. He takes that, those fruit and brings it to Yerushalayim. If not, he puts it into money. He doesn't have money right now. He's on, a, he's on a safari somewhere. And he wants to eat the fruit right now. So what he does is, he says, I have a, a, a bundle of money in my attic that I designated specially for my sushaini. Any fruit that I eat here that's supposed to be my sushaini, it's going to transfer in that money into the money that's not in my pocket, in my, the money that's in the attic. What if my son comes and he goes through the attic looking for baseball cards or whatever, and he finds a, a pile of money. And he takes the money and uses it. So it's not very good. Money for Maizusheni. Or fruit for Truma. We have a chazaka that they are there. So Tysus points out that it works. We just said a second ago that you now had a, uh, that a hover doesn't, doesn't separate Truma Meisers unless he's there. It has to be Menamukov. It has to be in front of him. And now all of a sudden, says Taisis, because on Erev Shabbos, the guy is so belachat. And all those people running through the red lights and Barapart and all the thing. So we gave him a heter. We said, okay, but the Eved, it works. 
And I just want to say an unbelievable Maisa that has, it reminded me of this Maisa, even though it's not 100% here, but I think it's a big chizuk. Mendy sent it to me, but I saw a lot of people talking about the story. It's actually, in order to hear this Maisa, I'm cutting it down to, to 30 seconds. It took me 11 minutes or so to listen to, because there's, there's two voice notes, one from a modern Orthodox Yid and one from a Chassid. Basically, this modern Orthodox guy, he described himself like that. He says, very small yarmulke, he lives in Inglewood, and he's driving, and he saw a Hasidish family on the side of the road, and typically speaking, he never stops for Hasidim. He says, eh, man, different groups. It was Erev Yantav, it was one hour before Yantav, Erev Shavuos, and he decided to ask what's going on. He approaches him, what, do you need any help? He sees a cop, he sees the, the father holding his little baby, two little kids, whatever. He says, what's going on? And the guy, the Hasid says, you can't help me. Like, he, he, re, he realized the wrong direction, didn't even realize if he's a Yid or not. He says, no, no, what's, he says, the cop is impounding my cars on the Palisades Parkway. It happens to be a, a, my, one of my best friends, uh, Avi Kamalar, he was on the way to the hospital. His wife was delivering a baby and he got pulled over by a cop on the Palisades and the cop would not let him go until he wrote him a ticket. His wife was in crazy labor, didn't care. That's how they are in the Palisades. I told Gershon when we were there, I said, slow down on the Palisades. Fine. The guy, the cop said, I'm impounding your car. He says, but I have, he was a chazan. His name is Yechiel Becher. Is that his name? Brecher, sorry. Yecheskel Brecher. Yecheskel Brecher. I'm so bad with names. So this guy, Rachamim, says, no, he says, I'm a chazan in a hotel. I wonder if it's in the rally hotel. A chazan hotel, I have to make it there for Shavuos. You guys what? Erev Shavuos, he says, I have to make it there. So this guy, Rachamim, a Svardi from Englewood, says, take my car. I have to be top of a line Lexus. Top of the line Lexus. Uh, I forgot to download the video, put the video. Uh, you also, you can show it. The bottom line is, he says, okay, you want a picture of my license? You want uh, something, a mashkin? What are you, crazy? Get in my car and drive. I'll, I'll find a way home. V'kachava. He, he walked, he got, a, he got a way home. He made it to the hotel. And, and the chassid said, I'm thanking Hashem not for making it to the hotel, but to see that a yid would do something like that for another yid. A whole long drasha. Both of them were very uh, uplifted by it. Rachman's wife was so proud of him and he had this. And I said... This, I hope Racham is part of the shir. If he's not, we have to get him to the shir. We have to get both. Rabbi Cheskel Bracher. And a lot of guys from Englewood asked me if I could do a shir in Englewood. I was like, I don't do a shir for less than a thousand people. Come on. <laughs> but for Rachamim, I'll do a shir in his house. If, he's, if I'm invited over there, I'm in there. Huh? You have to listen to the video again. <laughs> you can't be schmoozing ass with the concert. <laughs> but I, I want to say one ikuda. I, I don't want to ruin the story. One ikuda halavai. We should be zoichot. I know Akash Barpu loves this kind of stuff. But imagine if we did it not in a shas tsar, not to take away from the story, but imagine if we did chas, we gave our car to somebody on a Tuesday afternoon when we're not rushing. Imagine we gave food for the sick, not for the sick, for the healthy. Imagine we gave tzedakah, not for the dying, but for the living. Doing chesed will magnify that, that, that tzchus a hundred times. Okay. Wow. <laughs> First time somebody threw something at me. Was it that bad? <laughs> ah, yeah, it's in the mishpacha. The litzanus is in the mishpacha. I can't get away from it. Zog the gemara. Because Tyson says Arab shops and people are in a, in a rush and all this. That's how it's connected. You have to connect it somewhere. How to stick it in? Says the gemara. Says the mishnah. Now. If the, the money is lost and the guy is being mafresh, trumus and on, on, on the money, the maizashen and the money, and on its fruit, 
for three months already. Everything he did for three months is not miser. Only 24 hours, says the Gemara. Now, we have to qualify what that means. Dear Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Lazar says you get 24 hours. Rebbe the Oimer, you have to check to see if the wine became vinegar three times a year. When there's an east wind at the end of Sukkot, when the fruit does something like this, small like little little uh, berries come out. Um, it happens to be that uh, the Badats never gave a hechsher on grape-flavored drinks because they were chayshish that people use it for kiddush. But if you called it smadar, then it was fine. If nobody, call, if you didn't call it grape juice, just smadar, fine. knisas mayim baboiser. And once the, the 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 grape is is mature enough that it has a little bit of liquid in it, that then you have to check to see if it turned in vinegar. My meisleis. What does it mean? 24 hours. 24 hours from the time that you found. So let me just show you this chart that I did. It was very rudimentary at the last minute. But you, you lost the money on all the way on the left. You mafresh, you set aside the, the, the fruit for the, for, for the trumas and maizers all the way on the right. Says the Gemara, if you realize that it was lost all the way on the left, so you go back 24 hours. Okay. And everything from the 24 hours all the way to where the man is standing is good miser. You just for 24 hours from the time you found it, going backwards, you can't, you can't rely on the miser that you did. That's shot number one. That's the top arrow, the long arrow. You get 24 hours from the time all the way on the right. 24 hours. Those 24 hours, you can assume that you had the money in the attic. But after those 24 hours, your son found it. And for three months, all your Meister Shani is not Meister Shani. So the, the second shot is very limited. You only get 24 hours. The first shot, you get a tremendous amount of time. You just don't get 24 hours. You do not get 24 hours, or you do get 24 hours. It's a huge nafkimina. I should have put an X, maybe, in the, where it says Avdu. Okay. No sponsors today. Okay, by the Freeman family, if I was, for their sisters, Oh, it says in our Mishnah, not. But we just learned. You have to be concerned for 24 hours. If you go to the left, it's great. You only have to be concerned for 24 hours. But if it's the second shot, why does it say? Now, if you look at the chart, it makes a lot of sense. You only ad You only get up till twenty four hours. So it should say ad. You get from where the man is standing to the small little arrow. You only get ad twenty four hours. But if the pshat is you don't get twenty four hours, but from the twenty four hours on you do get. You can use that money. So it's me From the end of twenty four hours, you get it. It's me from not up till. I thought the chart helps a little bit. Zakti Gemara, Kashya. Enechanami, the Lashon is a little shver. Divi Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Lazar says you get 24 hours. Omar Rebbe Lazar says, Rashi, it's a different Rebbe Lazar. It's an Amayra. Many hundreds of years later, 
someone with the same name said, they argue with him. Now what? Rebbe says you have 24 hours freebie. You have zero time. You have a mikvah that was measured on a, on a Sunday and it had 40 saw. You come back uh, on Friday and it's, it's only 39 saw. When did the 39 saw happen? When did it become possible for a mikvah? Everything from the time, from Friday, all the way to the time you check the mikvah on Sunday, everything is not kosher, not tahar. Memela, how much time do you have according to this? Zero. There's no 24 hours. We have halacha that tuma b'shusarabim is tar. Suffolk, sorry. Suffolk tuma b'shusarabim tar. As Rashi, how come we don't have it over here? Suffolk tuma b'shusarabim tar. Because that's if you touch something. Did this person touch a bone in b'shusarabim? Oh, it's b'shusarabim. Suffolk tar. But over here we have a person that's 100% Tomei. The question is, did he get rid of his Tumah by going to a mikvah? Now you don't say Suffolk Tumah B'Shu It's Suffolk Tar B'Shu not Suffolk Tomei. He is Tomei, did he become Tar? That you don't say Suffolk Tomei. Now Rabbi Isai, what is considered B'Shu 600,000 people. We learned in Nazir. Three people's B'Shu Huh? Saito also? We learned it from Saita, but we learned, I think it was a Sugi Nazar. Or maybe uh, it's all one. It's all one. We learned it everywhere. Okay. Remember the whole Shaila, if you're, if you're a Koyan and a Safi going in Netanyahu over there, you should bring three people in the car. Okay. What's the Shaila? It's a Mephorsha Mishnah. I would think that by the story of the mikvah, it also means that you have 24 hours. It just doesn't say it, but when it says, it means starting from the 24-hour period like we have by us, Malon, that the zero time. It's not a real givaldic of mice. I know it's 804, but I thought it's givaldic because a guy, a maizashaya, they found a mikvah that every single uh, tahara, that was done there was taught me. In other words, Chayvi Krisos, all the Dairaises, it was a mikvah apostle. Why? They went on the roof and they saw that the, the water, the rainwater, the collection device that collects the water was actually a kli. It was done improperly, not la'alachan. Everything that was ever done in this mikvah, all the years, they went and they, they had to break it to the guy that made the mikvah. The son came and said, listen, Tata, this is what happened. And, and before he finished, he says, you don't understand. When we built the mikvah, we had such agma snafesh, such agma snafesh, that what? That they couldn't get rainwater. They couldn't get rain. It was there to show they couldn't get rain. So they had to go to the Hermon and get snow and build a mikvah with snow. You can't imagine how hard it was and how difficult it is to go all the way there and make sure it doesn't melt and this and that. So you see from here, as a de Gezach, that when you think at the time it was a tremendous agus nefesh, it was what saved all the chayve creases because the mikvah was 100% kosher all the years because it's based on that rainwater stuff. Okay, on the, on the snow. Should we go weiter? Let's just do five more lines. I know the island's waiting over the shachris and then we'll have a lot of fun on Matzah Shabbos. It's, it's actually a gadda. Tana, when the wind blows on the end of, at the Matzah Sukkot, but it has to be shelt kufa. It has to be the new season. Raj says this is a new season. Tishrei, Tamuz, 
There's four seasons, Jewish seasons. You sell wheat at three different periods. Before planting, during the planting, and like 15 days before Pesach. And you sell the wine. The Gemara is going to explain what do I care when they sell it. Fifteen days before the Yom Tovim, the Shemen, and when do you sell oil? Matzeres veil from Shavuos on. If you have a shutaf, you don't have to ask him. So even if the price went down, I, I could sell as much as I want. Now is the right time to sell. You can't come to me and, and, and sue me. But what about after the three seasons are over? Every day after that is, that's the time. It's the best time to sell because the price is just dropping. I don't have to ask permission from my shutaf. Should we go weiter? Yeah. No, okay. Raboy Sai. Raboy Sai. Have a wonderful Matzi Shabbos, 10 15. Sorry, 10 15. And it's very easy stuff. We'll catch up, Ezra Hashem.